Oh my goodness. It's always so much fun to dance. Uh, <laughs> That's our new uh, tradition. It's a tradition. The uh, listeners, if you've ever wondered what the official dance is to the uh, to our intro, is uh, you just kind of put your arms in the air, pretend you're a big tree, and you wave around. Yeah. And then at the end, you just wave around faster. I encourage all of our listeners <laughs> to pretend that they're trees during our intro. Unless you're like driving a car or some other sort. Or if you have like a baby in your arms or something. Or if any. <laughs> but if your arms are free and you're listening to our intro music, you must pretend to be a tree. I, and if any trees are listening, feel free to pretend to be a human. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you ever think about that, y'all? <laughs> By the way, this is uh, Same Peaks, y'all. Hello. Hello. It's a podcast where two librarian geeks talk about the TV show Twin Peaks once every few weeks. Mm-hmm. My name is Tess, and I love the television show Twin Peaks. My name is Eric, and I'm loving the television show Twin Peaks. Each time we cover an episode of the show... We are, I'm watching it for the very first time, and uh, Tess is our resident super fan, so we're going through them. We've started at the very beginning, Twin Peaks episode one, season one, and we've reached all of our, we've reached all the way to today's current episode, which is... <gasps> season two, episode 21. Whoa. It's, we're getting there, aren't we're we? We're getting there. I, I was actually thinking about this, because it, it creeps up on you, right? Yes. And I was like, we've got, so this is the episode right before... The season two finale. finale. It is the penul- penultimate episode of season two. Uh, 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 it's exciting. I it mean, because really, like it's once so we exciting. once we pass the end of season two, then we've got some extra bonus stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, maybe not bonus stuff, but stuff that's not directly in the TV show. Like, we've got the movie Fire Walk with Me. Yes. Which do we figure out how we're watching? Like, where, no, we where can I find that? Oh, I have a DVD. Oh, of it. perfect. We're good for that. Hey Tess. Yeah. Can I borrow that? Yes, you can. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, we're gonna figure out the book type situation yes. too. Yeah. You know, we're definitely gonna read the secret history of Twin Peaks because mm-hmm. I feel like it will um, be helpful for you when we get to the return. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of other Twin Peaks materials that we may or may not cover. Like in order. Yeah. Of... <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to figure that out. I, yeah. I, it's been a dream of mine to read saucy <laughs> Secret Diaries of Laura Palmer uh, while we just awkwardly stare at each other <laughs> and discuss it. But we'll see what happens. You yeah. Know? And I have a cassette tape of um, uh, Dale Cooper. I think it's Diane. Yeah. The tapes of Dale Cooper, which we don't know how to. We're gonna how listen are we handling to that? that? Yeah, because we don't have tape players because hmm. it's 2019. But we'll figure it out. I don't we'll think something I have out. one either. I don't know. But I'm surprised we don't have one at the library. And then after that, <laughs> we dive into the return, right? Yes. And then how many episodes? 18? 18 episodes of the return. And then what do we do when we hit the end? I don't know. My my idea was that yeah. we'd find something else to watch and talk oh, about. Oh, may- I mean, maybe. We'll fa- I, mean, I remember we were talking about having a magician's podcast oh, where yeah. we read the magicians by love Grace we've talked together. about that yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out yeah. uh, we've also talked about bringing in because the whole conceit of this show is that tess has watched them all and loves the show yes. and i'm experiencing it the first time that we would find a third person that has never oh, do you remember we discussed this and watch we, it all we would find again. a third person and just start from the beginning experiencing it through their eyes oh. and then i get to be tess and you get to be 
Tessa as well. We both oh, are two Tessas. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. I th- the other and then idea, it never ends. The other idea I had was that we would watch a show that I've never seen before yeah, yeah. and that you've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've Maybe got something time. Twin Peaks. If if any list, yeah. If any listeners have um, uh, suggestions, what we should do, like when we're all done Twin Peaks, because eventually it's got to end, right? Right. I mean, maybe not, but I think it does. Like, it would just naturally... I think Del Cooper would tell us, it's okay. You know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but that email that you can send that suggestion in is samepeaksyall at gmail.com. Speaking of which, we always have a raffle going on, a special... What do we call it? The, it's a, the, the win. win Our Secret Diaries contest. Thank you, where if you send in an email, um, one email per episode of our cast gets you an entry into a raffle where you can win our secret diaries which is basically our notes for the show including all the highlights we do for mysteries random grocery lists all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff uh some limited editions uh same peaks y'all pins we know they're limited because we are the ones who made them <laughs> and an amazon gift card so we won't be doing that raffle till we hit the very end so it's going to mm-hmm. be going on for a while but even if you just send us an email saying hey this is for the raffle or for the contest that's fine so yeah that's fine or if you want to send us a a really long detailed email. Yeah. That's fine too. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Alex. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I should, we talked about this outside of the cast, like in, in IRL. In yeah. In real life. But Alex, uh, thank you so much for that email uh, last fortnight. We like really appreciate it, you know. What's this episode, Tess? This episode is season two, episode 21. You are the log lady. Did you hear that? I did. It got re- <laughs> What just happened? Did it get real spooky? Was that a big truck that drove by, or was that so spooky? Okay, darkness in the woods. Um, so I'm the log lady this time. You're the log lady. I'm ready. I'm still a little shaken. That was really creepy, right? What is going on? There are ghosts in my house. Of course, we're talking about logs, aren't we? A log is a portion of a tree. At the end of a crosscut log, many of you know this, there are rings. Each ring represents one year in the life of a tree. How long does it take to grow a tree? I don't mind telling you some things, many things I mustn't say. Just notice that my fireplace is boarded up. There will never be a fire there. On the mantelpiece in that jar are some of the ashes of my husband. My log hears things I cannot hear. But my log tells me about the sounds, about the new words, even though it has stopped growing larger. My log is aware. Thank you. Summoning my inner log lady. Um, It's worth mentioning in this log lady intro, it it looks a little different than all of the other log lady intros, Mm -hmm. um, in that she actually shows you her log like when she's talking about the rings of the log she turns her log towards the camera which normally she's always cradling her log wait a second yeah wait i think yeah. i just had a revelation <clears throat> oh my gosh i want a revolution <laughs> the, I, <laughs> so stupid i hold these to be so evident <laughs> okay okay let's go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um anyway the i so, so for, for if we do have any new, new listeners, what we just read is the, the introduction by the log lady that is in, because it's not, when I watch on Netflix, it's not on those. Right. Is yeah. it just what aired on TV? Yes. 
I was. It's it's what aired on TV when they went into syndication. I was under the assumption that it was just audio. I didn't realize you actually saw the log lady oh, yeah. like sitting there this whole time. Yes, you see her, and she's like sitting in a chair, and she's holding her log. But um, it's normally just like a stable shot of the log lady sitting in her chair. And in this particular intro, she actually, she turns her log so you can see it, which is unusual for her. She's usually just always cradling the log. Mm -hmm. And then also when she's talking about her boarded up fireplace, the the camera kind of pans and you can see the fireplace with the mantelpiece with the the jar and like some photos and... It's interesting because we've had a long theory on that, or at least I have, that her husband's soul was in that log, right? Mm -hmm. But she still refers to her husband's ashes and she doesn't refer, like, you know what I mean? Uh Like, they're two separate things, so Mm -hmm. you think. And she never refers to the log as her husband either, so who knows? (laughs) Just Just a theory, so. Well, let's get into our first segment. Sounds good. Where I recap the episode and you, Eric, fill in with your color commentary. Tess. Did you watch the episode? <laughs> I should say something about that because, you know, <laughs> my beloved husband, Brett, has been listening to the show for, gosh, how long have we been doing this? Like, at least a year. Yeah. And he said, why do you guys ask each other that? <laughs> he was like, why would you be talking about an episode that neither of you had seen? And I, I think... We just started it's doing just it, th- and well, it became it became almost you, like an inside joke between the two of you us. You don't want to start talking and realize you haven't watched it. We just gotta always make sure we double check. And he was you like, know? "Wouldn't you have asked that like before he came to our house to record no. a podcast?" No, ne- the rule is you never ask until you start recording. That's the rule. That's the rule. The That's, first rule of Saint Pete's. The first rule of Saint Pete's. I'll never ask if you've seen it until you see the recording button flashing. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to recap the episode. You're going to fill in the color commentary. Mm -hmm. I have the handy dandy highlighter. You've got it there. Just in case we encounter any mysteries. Speaking of handy dandy, Uh you know what I've been watching with my, well, my daughter Freya? Uh, Blue's Clues. Oh yeah? Is it the new one or the old one? Is there a new one? Oh, Eric, there is a new. Like it came back? Yes, it's come back with a new host. Who is it? I don't know. Uh, I don't, let's I don't have about a this. little kid, is but it, I, I've heard about who's this. Who's the new host? Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey, kids! I got my handy... And you know what, Dan, Mr. DeVito, if you're listening, <laughs> I have nothing but respect for you. Um, excellent job as the penguin. Phenomenal. The um, I did not know that. Well, I'm talking about the old one with uh, Steve, you know? Yes. Really good. She's into it, you know? Awesome. It's very cute. So Yeah, my nephews like that show, too. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check out the new one. Um. All right. So, I'm going to talk about this episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's a good plan. The one we've both watched. Yes. Ooh, your, your computer is excited. It is. <laughs> All right, it opens on Leo and Major Briggs. They're in Wyndham Earl's clutches. They're mm-hmm. in his cabin. Leo, who we remember from the last episode, was non-consensually chained. He's all chained. Oh. No, no you're good. You you're good. Me? I had to hit a button. Yeah, okay. you're good. Well, he's all chained up. Um, but he can reach into a desk and get the key. Mm-hmm. It looks like the key does not open his chains, but it does open <gasps> Major Briggs' yeah, chains. And yeah. he frees Briggs and he tells him to save Shelly. Save Shelly. That's a good save impression. <laughs> Shelly. And then Major Briggs gets up and wanders away. He wanders away. Um... Uh, Brett watched this episode with me. I don't think he had watched the previous episode. He was like, 
Why is he acting like that? Well, he, he, this he whole episode. Yeah, he's him. acting yeah. like he's out of his mind. He I'm, is. I'm hoping, we'll get to it later, I'm hoping that eventually whatever's in the system works its way out, because yeah. later it gets real scary. Yeah. Um, Wyndham Earl returns to mm-hmm. find Briggs missing, and um, he uh, says he's going to come up with a new punishment for Leo. Yeah. He, he also looks, and I don't know if... Uh, he uh, looks terrifying. He His skin is like all ashen and yes. white. His eyes are like red. And like his mouth it's is all like black. all black and like yeah. bloody looking or something. He's so creepy and looking. the next thing you see is that pie. Like I thought it was doing that connection between like his <laughs> bloody mouth and that pie. Like you know how they... With yeah. the, the plate that broke and then you're like, ooh, that's... That's real creepy syrup. It's like blood, you know? <laughs> it was like, really? I don't know what was going on. My first thought was, and I don't think this is true, so we don't need to, I don't think we need to highlight it, is that I thought he got to the Black Lodge already. I thought he had gotten there and 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 something had happened to him. Yeah, you know? or he's having some sort of misadventure trying to get there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was up to something. He looked sure. like a... He looks like a bad guy. So creepy. Oh, well, you know what? I shouldn't judge him on his appearance, but yikes. <laughs> but he's, uh, 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 Leo is racing to be electrocuted and Wyndham Earl's like, no, no, brother, I got something else for you, which we this find was, out later. This was very, remember how I've talked about like with him setting up his, his, his schemes, mm-hmm. I was hoping like for kind of a, a saw type jigsaw type villain. This very was... <laughs> My phone, my computer keeps telling me stuff. That's okay. It, I'm just gonna pretend every time that comes up, it's just me having a brilliant thought. Um, that he, that he, this episode like really felt like he was doing like this kind of like trap that has. Because yeah. I, I don't think this is the case. So we're not gonna highlight. It. My first thought was that he left that key there on purpose to let Major Briggs out for some reason. Uh-huh. And I'm not gonna ask you to highlight because I don't think that's the case now. Yeah. But it was just weird. Like the key to Major Briggs is right there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a, I don't know. It was a misstep on on Wyndham Earl's Yeah, because he uh, seemed really part. upset about yeah, it. Yeah, because he's usually brilliant like a diamond. Now but... he's like dull like a piece of coal. <laughs> dull like a coal. Um, you're right. The next, uh, it transitions right into those pies. Those are enormous pies that she has baked for the Miss Twin Peaks. I guess they're going to have like a buffet before the... Uh... <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have a delicious before pie buffet? the uh, pageant. And um, we find out that this is the 20th anniversary of Miss Twin Peaks. And yeah. who was the first Miss Twin Peaks? Norma Jennings. Yeah. yeah. I like that little bit of, like, um, like new canon. Because of course she was, right? <laughs> right. I'm interested, though, that it's only the, the 20th year. Like, it feels like a thing that's probably, like, the... Like, been going on yeah, for Yeah, like, for our local, like... Was it Miss Tolerance of the Fair or whatever? Yeah. I think that's probably what, since the 1950s or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. You had two brilliant thoughts there. There's a thing I need to mute on my computer, but we'll just ride this out. Okay. <laughs> I have so many bright thoughts. I'm shining bright like a diamond today. The um, Yeah, I, I thought that it would have been longer. So it's just 20 years, and she was the very first one. Yeah. So cool. You know? Who was the second one? <laughs> 
I don't know. JR, if you're still listening, <laughs> our friend from Rapton Podcast. Yeah. Um, let us know who was the second winner. He probably winner. knows. He probably yeah. does. We should, we should, uh, uh, for any new listeners, uh, when Eric calls me a super fan, he's being quite generous. <laughs> I'm not an expert in Twin Peaks. I just love Twin Peaks with my whole heart and soul. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I gotta tell you, like, at first, you know this, when we first started the show... I don't know when it was. What a year ago? <laughs> Ages ago. Uh, so we were we were so young. <laughs> so young and <laughs> we were so young, and he, now we're all grizzled, and it's just like uh, um, it, 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 I was. It took me a little bit to kind of get the the vibe of the yes. show, and no, actually, to be honest, I feel like I got the vibe. It took me a while to to get into the characters, mm-hmm. you know. But now, I mean, I'm in. You're in. I'm in. <laughs> Oh, Ben Horn yeah. has all of the holy books. Yes. He's got the Quran mm-hmm. and the Bhagavad Gita, mm-hmm. and he's going to read them all, and he wants, what? What do you think he wants? He wants, like, the secret of being good? He wants the answer to be a good man. Like, yeah. he, he's taking it very seriously, you know, and the advice that he got from John Jack Justice Geromino <laughs> Wheeler. He um uh he, he, to just speak the, the the hardest truth first. Not cut it for Ben. He wants to be even better. He wants to make sure that he's a good guy. You think he checked out those books from the library? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. He might. I don't know where he would. This is pre Amazon, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there could be a oh oh. Highlight it. Oh. Okay. Highlight it. I just. I'm thinking about it. Got something. Yeah, I got a little something. Audrey is pining yes. for Jack. It's all, It's been a week, so we get kind of some idea of how much time has passed between episodes. Uh, but she's got an update from her business meeting in mm-hmm. Seattle. That's why she's here talking to Ben. She says the Packards are using the Twin Peaks savings and loan to funnel money to their Ghostwood project. Yeah. And the bank is being hush-hush about it because they don't want bad publicity. And Ben is like, hmm. Ben, Ben's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. encourages her again to enter the Miss Twin Peaks contest. And Audrey's like, I don't want to be some kind of bathing beauty. And he's like, yeah, but it will give you a platform to talk about this important issue. Can I tell you, too, is that, well, for, first of all, this is probably the first decision Ben's made since he woke up from being a, a Civil War general, <laughs> is that I don't completely agree with. Okay. Like, his, I, I get where he's, he's thinking the greater good could be done by his brilliant daughter, because he clearly thinks she... she she, she's got to be his number two, she, right? She's his Bobby Kennedy. Thank you. You yeah. know what I mean? And he probably respects her more than anyone else, I'm thinking. And um, the the fact that he wants her to, to win this so that she can save the, the pine weasel, right? Mm-hmm. Having said that, like, once she said, like, no, I'm not interested, as a father, and maybe we're just two different dads, I'd be like, okay, I get it. Because mm-hmm. it's more than just winning, right? Like, you got to kind of, like, objectify yourself, right? Yeah. And later, when we get to it... <laughs> <laughs> to me, I got, I got like real creeped out by the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Not that I, I don't really watch beauty pageants, but I know they exist, and I've never really had too many strong feelings about it. But watching this episode, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Wait, didn't your baby? Did your baby compete in a baby pageant? <laughs> she, she did. She was. She, she won um, uh, honorary. Everyone wins a ribbon pageant. So. <laughs> But, so I will say that, so I did assign Frey up for a cute baby contest, but not to be like, hey, we didn't. 
we we I dressed her in as a Wonder Woman outfit, uh-huh. as opposed to the traditional, um, big dress, yes. super ultra like feminine thing. I'm a Bob, you know. Yeah. So she, she we still entered. But we did it on our own terms. <laughs> we, we lost in our own terms, too. So, yeah. And uh, it was fun, but it was too hot. We probably would not do again. <laughs> um, Coop suspects Wyndham Earl of targeting Briggs. At this point, they don't know where Briggs yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Coop is like, you know what? Earl and Briggs were involved in Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. That's probably what's going on. Coop also suspects that Josie died of fear. Yeah. Um, and he finally admits to Harry uh, what his vision was when Josie when Josie passed away. He saw Bob, and he thinks that Bob is responsible for Josie's death, and that perhaps he Bob was attracted by her fear. Uh, could you highlight that for me, yes, please? It's, you got it. It's interesting because um, this is the first time, I think, I could be wrong. He's talked about his visions before, I think. But when he had that one with, like, Bob saying, yeah. like, I'm back or mm-hmm. whatever, I, I never know if he remembers that he had the vision. Because you know how, like, uh, when you have a dream, okay. sometimes you wake up and that dream is vivid. And by the time you take a shower, that dream's gone. So well, I've always wondered how much stuck with him. There's precedent you know? for that as well because um, there was that one time he had a actual dream yeah. about uh, Laura yes. telling and him. Kinda... And then the next morning he woke yeah. up and was like, I know who killed Laura Palmer. I just don't remember. I have dream. a theory about that, about him remembering this one but not remembering the other okay. one. So if you can highlight whatever you need to do okay. that. Yeah. By the way, listeners, this journal looks amazing. It would look really good on any Twin Peaks fan uh, sh- uh, shelf. Um, Coop also suspects that Black, the Black Lodge mm-hmm. is the source of the darkness in the woods, the evil in the woods yeah. that the Bookhouse Boys have been yeah. fighting have for we, years. Have we discussed that before on this cast? Like I Maybe through so. a highlighted area? Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting seeing like some of the theories that we've had or that we've discussed and like Coop kind of like, it, they're converging mm-hmm. now. I mean, it almost feels like it's the second to last episode of the season, <laughs> you know? Very exciting. Uh, Wyndham Earl is ranting. Yeah. I think the other reason he looks so creepy is because he's being filmed from he's up high and the camera is down low mm. and that is like a really imposing dominant like position for him to be speaking from and i think that's like another reason why he's so creepy to me in this episode it's this episode and he's really uh, do you know off the top of your head the actor who plays Wyndham Earl? oh not because this top episode of my head. i mean he's been really good uh like a great actor but this episode in particular like just the way he he's talking and like I don't, something about the way like he's almost like breathless and like like the way I sounded like when I was talking about summer reading with our new <laughs> library intern where I was running out of breath uh, She's really excited. for listeners I am in terrible health <laughs> and apparently I run out of breath when I just talk to human beings nowadays oh um my God. but um he 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 was just really like breathless and he could just tell that he was like uh uh like really I don't know like almost like on the edge of like insanity you know which he has been this whole time but just like you know this actor's name is kenneth welsh kenneth welsh or ken welsh yep good for him yeah he's uh he's a really good i think when i first started when we first started doing the windham earl stuff i had expectations for him that he wasn't meeting just based on Mm -hmm. like what i wanted out of the character which he wasn't but he's really still it's it's interesting how he sounds like he seems like he's out of his mind but then it also sound, seems like he has, like, 
he's 12 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Except for the key he leaves in the drawer right by Leo's head. Really, I don't know. know. We all make mistakes. (laughs) You know what? None of us are perfect. Even Wyndham Earl makes mistakes. It's okay, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Take care of yourselves. um, He's... He's... He's really ramped up for this Black Lodge. He's so excited. Um, He hasn't been this excited since he punctured Caroline's aorta, which I was like, good God, man. Um, That is intense. Did we know that he had killed her before this moment? Like, Coop said he had suspicions, but I don't think he... Oh, no, he did know. He knew Wyndham Earl did it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was something that was still, like, ambiguous, you know? If it was, it's not anymore. He He punctured... aorta and he hasn't been this excited since then Eric. so he was really excited then. yeah Ooh, yeah boy. yeah um he's <laughs> leaving leo in a saw trap you finally get your saw I, trap well thank you maybe this is why i'm like really it's so great because you he's talking to leo but you don't see leo right right and then when you finally see him he's like oh he's holding something in his mouth what is it and it slowly goes up the rope <laughs> and then it goes this way and it goes that way and it's a big box of tarantulas yeah which brett was like so what yeah. some spiders don't fall on him i was like they might be poisonous spiders i don't know I or mean, maybe leo's deathly afraid of spiders we don't i don't know. know or maybe they've been trained to attack their attack spiders i mean like in real life like spiders just they they just want they just want us to be happy <laughs> And they don't want us to squish them. I mean, really, you know what I mean? But maybe these ones are really mean spiders. Maybe, you know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like slowly panning the, to this. And then once it got to the spiders, Brett was like... <laughs> these spiders, they won't bite you. But they will, like, say things to you in a mean way oh, that will man. make you question your they, self-worth. They will judge you. They will, ju- they will judge you. They're very judgmental spiders. Yeah, they- <laughs> um, oh... Mr. Pinkle is also the choreographer. In yes, <laughs> yes. This was such a great, I had not remembered this. And so this was like a great surprise for me upon a rewatch is that Mr. Pinkle, who we've discussed formerly, um, sells janky medical equipment. Yeah. He's also a uh, expert on the pine weasel. Uh-huh. He's also a taxidermist. And he's also a choreographer. A very passionate choreographer. Oh my. Right? He doesn't want anyone to like mess with his moves. So this is the very beginning of my like, ooh, this is getting <laughs> ooh. a little creepy. And I think this is what had happened. If we're going to take a deep dive here is I think, because I, I like to consider myself a fairly... I don't know, like I don't want to say like awoken individual. I was but, just about th- to thank say you. Like, you know, I I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Are a hashtag woke individual? You know what I mean? Like yes. I feel like you know, like I. But I had this moment where I was like, why is this disturbing me so much? Like these these women that I, I've known for two seasons, right? Yeah, right now, do and I realize what it is is that maybe with a few exceptions, maybe like with Shelby and stuff like that, but it's never like that explicit. These are these are women that I've known as characters and known their fears and like what they're into and all that, uh, without them being sexualized mm-hmm. up until this moment, right? Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to like if I watch, let's say, like uh, Transformers, right? <laughs> Megan Fox from the beginning is sexualized. In fact, that's kind of the reason she's in the entire movie. Gotcha. Which not to say that's better or worse, but it's just like it's not as apparent uh-huh. as opposed to here. I was like Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, you know what I mean, yeah. Lucy. And then I had this moment. I was like. What would it be like if someone told me I needed to shake my butt like that in this gyro? And I was just like, oh my God. And then I was like, well, they signed themselves up 
but oh my god yeah. you know it was i had this really like and this guy especially when one of them like questions mr pinkle and he's like no he's like you don't get it and i had this really like here we are have these women doing this sexualized dance and then when they express concern mr pinkle gets mad and yells at them to tell them <laughs> to keep dancing i had this really like oh my god kind of moment you know yeah, yeah. it doesn't age well this scene <laughs> no it doesn't but i mean it had me think like i mean not to be like look at all beauty badges but really had me looking at a lot of other things yeah. going on still today you know, yeah. I don't know there are opinions i'm sure but it just opened my eyes is what i'm um, saying we get uh the judges the judges of this contest um uh, Mayor Milford mm-hmm. and who's um, <laughs> 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 here with us right, today? Right till they see the gums, <laughs> <laughs> which I honestly didn't know were legs. <laughs> now you I know. I really thought they were. The more you know, gams are legs, you know. Uh, now I know what that means when I'm at the library and all the story time moms are like, look at that man's gams. Mm, that man got gams for days. And I'm like, excuse me, ladies. They're like, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> um, uh, Dick Tremaine, of yep. course, mm-hmm. and Ms. Norma Jennings. And they're they're chatting. They're talking to each other about like, hmm, what are we going to judge this contest on? And then this man walks in front of them with the deer yes. statue. And he's holding it in like a way that suggests yes. he's he's enjoying moving that statue more I than was like oh, this is why I love yeah. this show. It's just but a random Did you see the gams on that deer? <laughs> they were like killer. There were four gams. Four uh, gams. Speaking of Dick Tremaine, Lana takes him to the storage room to seduce him. And and Mr. Milford is into it. He's like, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he knew, like, what she was... I mean... Yes. Well, he... Did he, she... I don't know. Like, he encouraged her to... Because uh, he wants her to win. Because right. she wants to win. Because she wants to win. And if she wins, she said she would marry Mayor Milford, so... And so, but in that storage room... Mm. What? in that storage room you know what went down did it really go down as in like i think it went down like like you know yeah really or i mean dick tremaine (laughs) why are you so surprised he got with lucy he did but i (laughs) i mean you're right he did he did get with lucy i'm just having a hard time picturing it i I just think it would just take too long to take all the vests off I mean, so you think they went down, not just like a little bit of like second. I don't know how it works with guys. I don't, is, are we gonna do, do bases apply to men? I mean, if we're gonna like pull like a whole uh, Bill Clinton situation, yeah, like how and, much like, happened? What is the definition yeah. of uh, uh, I did not have sex with that woman? Shh. I think that he had sex with she that woman. Probably, certainly grabbed his pinkle. <laughs> I mean, I think at the very least that happened. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Like, she just at grabbed it. At the very least. At the very least. And then maybe more. Maybe more. But we don't know. We don't know for sure because lights out and on to Can the next Can you imagine game. him? Because you know Dick Tremaine's got, like, a journal at home, right? Can you imagine <laughs> him writing that? It's like, today, you know. Dearest journal. <laughs> Dearest journal. Today was a wonderful well, day. Well, and it's so funny, too. because Filled they, with delight. Was it before the scene where they were discussing what they think the most important qualities are? Yes, and, and he wanted, he says, dare I say, sophistication. He says, sophistication. And breeding. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, dude? Where did he come from? Oh, oh. it's so funny. Oh, he's great. Thank goodness Norma is on the team. The, yeah. The judges. Yeah. I mean, thank She's goodness. She's going to keep these guys and in you line. You see her like rolling her eyes like, these boys, <laughs> these boys, get out of here, these boys. Oh my goodness. Uh, Coop is meditating. 
Is this the first time we've seen him meditate? I think so. We've yeah. always suspected that he meditates. Well, I think has he ever mentioned it, or have we just always assumed? I think he has mentioned okay. it. Okay. I think he has. Uh, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but this is the first time we've ever seen it. Yeah. Looked good, right? Yeah, and Looked then real good. He's talking. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> Having a demeanor of serene calmness on your face looks good. That's what I'm good. saying, bro. It looks bro, good. that calm looks good on you. <laughs> um, he's talking to Diane. We haven't seen him talk to Diane in a while. Yeah. Um, and Coop uh, is um, convinced that Wyndham Earl is looking for the lodge, just like he is looking for yeah. the lodge now. Which I think is a good assumption, right? Yeah. You know? And he mentions Annie. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Annie appears. At his at his hotel room, Ooh. and <laughs> Ooh. she says that she's going. This is another sexy episode of Twin Peaks. You're right. She says she wants to practice her speech because she's like, I hate, I'm terrified of public speaking. I don't know what I'm gonna say. And they start talking about trees. Yeah. But then they're they're not just talking about trees. They're talking about each other and like emotions. Yeah. And, like and she then she said, even the most beautiful tree has a. Uh, a forest has shade or there's yeah shade or yeah and then and then they make love to do you think other. once again i think so straight to the end i think so really <laughs> well i mean i don't know you know i mean maybe it was just some heavy petting. i mean should we check your fan fiction like, what happened <laughs> now so i have to admit like in that moment like so they're kissing and stuff like yeah that. much more passionate than i expected i thought yeah. they kind of slow sensual right sensual but like i mean it's been a while for they, annie i'm they assuming meet each other right and they're like we're hungry for it. Speaking of woke individuals, Brett said, um, I don't think he got a verbal consent from her. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's pretty clear that she's into, I into didn't get this. any. Yeah, I didn't get any vibes like, you know. I think I think it was pretty <laughs> yeah, consensual. And, it was and the consensual. camera panned away at the very, like, right before it begins. <laughs> he, he may have been like, do I have your consent? You know, mm -hmm. who knows? Um, I do think, so right when they start making out, I did have a moment, because I know, I think for a little bit ago, this is a while ago, I think he tweeted out a picture of, of Agent Cooper in like a, a, a white, like a tank top. Yeah. And I remember I had a moment where I was like, I, I just don't see it. Not that I'm the best judge of like attractive <laughs> men. I was like, I don't see it. But then he takes a shirt off. And there's that tank you, top. Yeah, and you see that arm. And I was like, okay, I kind of see it. Like he, he, he's deceptively built. This man, I you know? think that Kyle McLaughlin is very handsome. Still man. today, too. Still today. Did you watch uh, the House with the Clock in the Walls? I did watch. House did you? I was disappointed by that movie mainly because I was expecting a lot more Kyle McLaughlin uh, than I was. Was he hot in the scenes that he was in? No, because a lot of the scenes. I mean, he's a he's a handsome man, but. A lot of the scenes they put old makeup on him, oh, and so like the dream. Yeah, like yeah. there's it takes place at a time. <laughs> you guys haven't yeah, seen House in the Clock, House with the yeah, Clock in yeah. the Walls. It takes place like uh, Kyle McLaughlin is like a figure from the past, and yeah. he returns. Oh, so like you see like a flashback of like, like the a, return of like. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you see like a flashback of him in his like prime and then you see him but for most of the movie he's an old man like okay. a very like like wizened agent 
a ancient man and i was like this is not what i signed up yeah, for yeah you wanted more beefcake that's what i of, wanted instead of Kyle um, mclaughlin why aren't you making some beefcake movies yeah, for us yeah Kyle mclaughlin <laughs> let's get up in here but um okay but jack black was still hot though right <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean he's always he's hot always hot that beautiful man you know who's hot in that movie kate blanchett oh is she on your old lady crushes or? i don't know i don't know she's how, probably on mine I if i have one yet because i don't know how uh how old she is but i will say that's another disappointment about the movie because her not okay. that okay. this is just Test. like us reviewing yeah, yeah, house yeah. of the clock and walls but they they reveal something about her character that is so interesting and i i was when they revealed it i was like oh my god i want to see a whole movie just about kate blanchette and then I realized I'm not going to get that movie. I got this movie instead with like old Kyle McLaughlin and Jack Black up to all his old tricks. I, I keep trying to think <laughs> of a joke. Maybe you can help me with this. Instead of beefcake, you got what's like the old man version of beefcake? I don't know. Like sponge cake. <laughs> <laughs> instead of beefcake, I got some sponge cake up in here. Okay. Where are we at in this episode? Yes. So we, we, got, we got to bring her back We in. got way off track. We got I apologize. By his hotness. To all the listeners. Mm -hmm. As you know. Um, <laughs> Nadine. Nadine is giving a slideshow. Yes. Um, of all of her wrestling victories. Uh, audience for the slideshow. We have Mike. We have Big Ed. We've got, got Norma. And we have Dr. Jacoby. Dr. Jacoby is actually there to facilitate the divorce of mm -hmm. Big Ed and Nadine. Um, but when Ed announces his plans to marry Norma, um, Nadine breaks Mike's hand. Hits, so she before she does that, though, she says, well, we're getting married, too. Yeah, Remember? but she says it in almost like a frantic reaction. Yeah, yeah like, like something's going to happen. Yeah. I got nervous. So two things about the scene. I really love seeing Dr. Jacoby doing his Dr. Jacoby stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's right. Because really, first time I met him was just this weird guy that was I seemingly obsessed with Laura. Right. So I didn't know how much of a great doctor he is. Right. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> brilliant doctor. <laughs> brilliant doctor. Um, and so I wish that when she said, well, we're getting married, too, that we got a reaction from Mike. Right. They never pan over. But then you see him, like, his hand's broken. So yeah. that's a... Yeah. yeah. Also, long time since we got Big Ed, you know? Yeah. I, it feels like it anyway. No, you're right. You know? When I saw the actor's name, like, show up in the credits, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, snap, Big Ed's in He's back. We're going to get some bolo up in here. Bolo time. <laughs> uh, Hawk finds uh, Major Briggs. Yeah. yeah. Hawk is, like, probably out patrolling or something. He's mm -hmm. out driving the, the sheriff truck, and he sees Briggs, like, walking out of the forest, and Briggs is like... Which way to the castle? Yeah. He's just he's he's spouting he, what seems to be nonsense. Um, he, Hawk obviously brings him back to the sheriff station, and Coop recognizes immediately that he's on. Yep, he's on a drug, um, and uh, he's like Garland. You know, are you okay? And he's like Garland, Judy Garland. Like he seems to yeah. be just talking nonsense. Um, uh, Coop says. Um, uh, well, so they, they they can't get anything out of Briggs, and they kind of shift their attention to the uh, the petroglyph. Yeah. Uh, which Wyndham Roll has figured out as a map, but but our, Coop, our, Coop has not figured our it out yet. Boys in Tan haven't Coop figured that out. Coop is thinking they must be. It must be to get to the Black Lodge. You must be in the right place at the right time. If they can only figure out. Yeah what that place so is interesting in that time i like that kind of like conversation too because you can tell he's going like 
way off the board. And Truman's like, I'm fall. I lost. You lost me. Okay, I'm following you again. <laughs> I'm back again. I'm back again. <laughs> I, I do really like Truman's. Like, I don't fully know what's going on, but, but I, I support you. I support you, and I trust you, and I'm going along <laughs> right. with you with this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe. At this point, Andy has something to say to Coop, but Coop has no time to listen to him. A little frustrating, because I would yes. think Coop would be like, excuse me? Because he's been, yeah. Andy's been staring at the board literally all day, right? Yes. He said his eyes haven't turned. I, I love that, too, because Andy's a really great character, and I love any time when you kind of have, and I don't want to ever call anyone dumb or, or an idiot, or what, but kind of like a, a character you, you don't normally associate with being like brilliant, and then you're like, well, he saw the thing we all missed. Right. You know? It's like really... And Andy's just a, a sweetheart, you he know? He is a sweetheart. Oh, Love Later. Andy. Later. Oh, yeah. man. Um, anyways, um, we, uh, we, we're over to the, um, the Packard mm-hmm. residence. We've got Andrew Packard and Pete yeah. and Catherine, and they're all trying to open the box. Um, they're like cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's got to be a trick to open it, right? Well, I don't know, because Andrew shoots it yeah, open, yeah. and that might have been the trick. We don't know. I guess so. Yeah. That's true. The trick could have been just brute force, maybe. And there's a key inside yeah. of this um, small metallic box, and Catherine immediately says, well, we should put it somewhere in plain sight so we yeah. can all see it. And you can see already Andrew and Catherine don't trust each other yeah yeah well and pete's like you guys don't trust each other like pete's just such a nice like innocent dude yeah like he doesn't get the and he goes you guys are brother and sister right and i expect someone to be like yeah we trust each other as much as brothers and sisters do. Yeah. like kind of like that's the relationship they have you know uh, by the way listeners don't be distracted mm-hmm. by uh norma has just come into the double r diner they, and they she's got unloading, some supplies she's unloading some groceries over there yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's got shelly came in and she's scraping some gum off the bottom of some tables as, we, as yeah. you know we we often uh record live from the r diner. yep um donna wants the truth yeah about her mom mm-hmm. and Ben Horn. Uh, real quick for that key. Yes. I, I feel you, like we should highlight it. You know it? that my weakest, my my weakness is the the Packard side of the story. Like yes, I don't even I know. really it's know. It's your least favorite part. It's it's my well. I don't know if it's even my least favorite. It's just the I'm just so confused. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I do have a little bit of something to okay. that key. So Excellent. I'm glad you you use your highlighter all right yeah um donna wants to know the truth about her mom and ben horn and she's confronting her mom and dad and she's like tell me i know there's something going on give me the truth mom and dad and they're like nope we're not gonna tell you how old is she supposed to be 18 yeah maybe audrey's 18 so i would say donna's probably around the same age they were in school together as a and i know freya's like only two so we'll see how it is like when she's like 18 or whatnot Mm -hmm. but i mean you've got your daughter this is like the last ditch effort right like Guys, I know something's up. Quit BSing me, which means yeah. Bob stuff, remember? <laughs> Quit Bob stuffing me, and I need to know what's going on. This is me telling you I need to know. I'm not going to stop. Right. And they still say no. They say no. She's like, that's Man. fine. I'll get it out of him. No, she's not going to stop. Yeah. You she's want... like, I'll find out the it's truth It's frustrating because what's going to happen? I'm worried that she's going to end up putting her life in danger to figure mm-hmm. out this secret. Uh, Coop says, by heaven. He's figured it out. He's figured out something. <laughs> Earlier, Andy asked, does this have something to do with the 4-H? Because yeah. there is like a 4-H, yeah. but those are the signs for Jupiter and Saturn. Mm. And Coop has figured it out that when Jupiter and Saturn are in conjunction, then he will be able to find the Black Lodge. Now, we heard that somewhere else, didn't we? 
That um, sounds familiar. Yes, Wyndham Earl already knew this. How did yes. he figure it out? Great question. Other than Wyndham Earl has been studying the Black yeah, Lodge Yeah, like for maybe a really he, he just time. sorted it out on his own. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. met the Dugpas. Yeah, so. that's it. Dugpa, Dugpa. <laughs> Next Pokemon game looks great. I can't wait to play with a Dugpa. Dugpa. Uh, and he's also, oh, um, is it Briggs who says that fear and love open the doors i think so and then coop is like oh to the lodges Mm -hmm. there's a black lodge which fear opens the door for yeah and there's a like a light lodge a white lodge which love will open the door Mm -hmm. for um and coop also realizes that the queen of the miss twin peaks pageant is like the queen in the game of chess it's the final chess piece yeah and that she must be protected whoever she is and is this when they also figure out it's probably whoever wins yes so so smart because we've known that these women are in danger for a while like how many episodes episodes has it been since they introduced the idea of twin peaks miss twin peaks yeah probably four, four or, five. or five yeah, yeah. so this whole time we're like who is gonna who's gonna register Who's and ultimately who's gonna win? Knowing whoever wins is in danger, and Coop yes. figured it out. Yeah, Coop's figured it out. Yeah. He also figured out that the plant is not from Josie; that it was bugged by Wyndham Earl. Every time they talk, and I see Wyndham Earl, like, oh, I'm listening. I keep expecting Coop to be like, and I, knew, you know what I mean? I knew it was here in the plant the whole time. But you know what? Wyndham Earl makes mistakes. Coop makes mistakes. Yes, you know, yeah. at least they figured it out. You know, I think this is this is where Andy had something to say yeah, to Coop yeah. and Coop's like I've got no time for you well, Andy I gotta go because the pageant's about to start yeah. right so they, they gotta eat, run down we there. need to assemble all 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 people oh all this humans. pageant this pageant happens there's a great big song and dance number the log lady is there enjoying the show except she's not enjoying it because Mr. Pinkle is like he's like into her he is like like basically assaulting her at this point like she's pushing him away um doc hayward is emceeing the uh event by the way he looked great he did what was it with bow tie and did he have like tails and like his jacket like it looked looked real sharp i was like who's this sharp looking man oh it's doc hayward like it was great (laughs) you know great emcee you know i mean he delivered everyone in twin peaks so why wouldn't he you know yeah of course yeah um uh, you mentioned, like, you felt bad for Lucy uh, having to, like, demean herself. Yeah. But I will say, her dance number yes. was fantastic. Well, and not that we want to do, like, a comparison kind of thing. <laughs> but really, her dance number compared to... Lana's. Thank dance. you. What was it called? Like, um, <laughs> shoot. What was it? It was something like uh, contortionist. Yeah. <laughs> exotica. Something, something. I mean, I mean. Here's the deal. Like she like wore an outfit. It was a nice. It was a cool outfit. Where'd she get that outfit? I don't, I don't know. know. Did she just have it in a? Maybe she made it. Maybe she made know. it. Well, yeah. she should have said that. She got, got her more points. By the way, this <laughs> outfit I made. But like, it was just kind of like dancing around and stuff. But she was like flipping. Lucy was spinning. doing like high kicks and splits. Is that really stuff? her doing that? I think it's gotta so. be. It's the nineties, right? Yeah, she looked great. Yeah, yeah. I, none of that dancing this is, was CG. This, this is pre CG. <laughs> Like now I'm like like when we watch like Avengers Endgame I'd be like is that did Robert Downey Jr. really just like stop eating? No, they probably just stuck his face on someone else's body, right? Like now it's like so amazing. I was like look yeah. how skinny that man looks. Oh, movie magic. That's right, you know. Good for her, Lucy. Um, Bobby is looking out and he sees the log lady, and then he turns to the side and he sees the log lady, and yeah. he's like, what, what? And then the 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 double. It's. 
Wyndham Earl so in good. disguise. So, so real, real quick tangent. You had talked about this is off since when we had not recorded. You dressing as a female Dr. Jacoby. Yes. For guys, we have a local. Our our library system does a Comic Con event called Lexicon. You were thinking of dressing as female Dr. Jacoby. Yes. And I was like, how great would it be? Just an idea. If you were the log lady, and then I was Wyndham Earl as the log lady. <laughs> How killer would that be? Because you know someone's going to get it. Like, someone's going to get the outfit. Especially if you're the long lady and then I'm next to you. Just like the same exact outfit, only I'm a man. That would be so killer. I love that idea, actually. Oh, oh. Now, I, I'm torn because I was going to dress as the Beast from the Magicians. Because yeah. of our buddy, yeah. Lev Grossman. So, maybe an idea for another. But I was like, I that's such a good idea for an outfit. It is. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Yeah, That's a so, hilarious anyway. cosplay. Um, Any of our listeners, feel free to uh, take that idea, make it reality, yeah. send us a picture of it so that we can enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> make our dream a reality. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, Audrey, uh, oh no, Lana, uh, first we see Lana, she does her dance. Yeah. Apparently she's still a witch. She's enchanting well, the I mean, judges. I, I mean, I, it's, well, yeah, she's enchanting people. Um, Audrey gives a, a pretty profound speech about yes. um, environmental issues. And then we see Donna confronting Ben. Ben is her father. Mm-hmm. It Well, I, I think I've said that before, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess that. Did he? Because I watched it. He didn't exactly say that, though, right? No. I mean, we can assume, but we right? can infer. I it. was worried if we were making like an assumption, and then like it's a little. But I think it is. You we know, we can infer that I mean, that's what's going on. She um, like leaves. She's like, yeah. She's like disgusted. Annie gives a truly profound speech. Yeah. Like if you thought that if you thought Audrey's was good, forget about it. Annie's got an amazing speech. Hold my pie. <laughs> You think that's a good speech? Hold my pie. Hold my pie. Um, Oh, this Lucy chooses Andy Mm -hmm. to be the father of her baby. I'm so so. I've assumed. Well, I don't want to say I've assumed, but I was like, why would she pick Dick? We Mm -hmm. talked about this before. Is that maybe maybe he's got better job prospects or maybe this? So happy she picks it. And you know what? Major props. I'm sure Dick's just relieved he wasn't picked. Yeah. But I mean, he he's like he holds both of her hands and he's like you know good luck or whatever to the kids and leaves yeah. and i was like good for him right yeah i think lucy was sort of expecting him to be a little more yeah, crushed about yeah, it but, but um uh and andy is so sweet he's so honored to be chosen <sighs> as the father of the baby lucy i'm gonna be a real good father oh he, he did like but first i gotta go find coop first i gotta find coop <laughs> lucy <laughs> thank you for picking me to be the father <laughs> so sweet he, you know what he didn't do when no did crying do? though right i really thought he was gonna tear You're up right. maybe because certain people have different things that will kind of tear yeah. up all i know is if i loved a woman and i knew she was gonna have a kid and she picked me to be a dad Forget about it. Forget about it. Waterworks. Waterworks. Look at this man crying up in here. I mean, really, you know, but good for him. I'm so happy for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be a beautiful family. I can't wait to see them. Oh, highlight them, please. (laughs) Um, Annie wins the Miss Twin Peaks contest. My worst fear. My worst fear. I'm so worried. No, I'm I, so worried. This scene too. Like, I'm so could, worried. 
Coop is like clapping for her because yeah. everyone else is clapping, and he's like, "Well, of course, my girlfriend won. I should clap for her." But he also he has this just well, he stunned knows. look on his face. I'm a little bothered, and you know what? Once we gotta put things in perspective. Like when I say, "Like Ben, why did you say that?" When it, everyone's a different person, so Ben's a different dad than I am. Coop uh, is an FBI agent. I'm not. I kind of wish there was more police officers around <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. they, they know like for, for for all i mean but they only just figured it out yeah like just where are they what the... are they all busy doing what are they doing <laughs> i don't know i was out patrolling i don't know because who's there there's coop andy was staring at a chalkboard <laughs> coop's there andy's there yeah Truman's there. And is Hawk there? There's four people. For all we know, that's all of the police <laughs> in some piece. I mean, they could have done like a whole, uh, I don't know. I was just, I'm worried for Annie. I'm going to yeah, be honest with like, you. Why isn't there a SWAT team there I'm worried for Annie. Repelling down. We know Andy can repel. We've seen it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm so worried for her because I was like, just let anyone win. Let, I don't know what's going on with my laptop. <laughs> let anyone win but Annie. But it was Annie. After that speech, she well, had to win. And even uh, Mr. Mayor Milford was like, blah, blah, blah. and Truman, or, um, <laughs> Dick Tremaine was moved. He was yeah. moved by the speech. Yeah. You know? Um, he's a good, he's an okay guy at heart. And then the lights start flashing, like yeah. strobe yeah. light. There's an explosion. There's like, like smoke, smoke bombs going yeah. off. A sandbag hits Nadine. Um, Did and... she pull that on herself? Or did a hand grab that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't Because it kind of looked like she grabbed it and it fell on her own head, but it could have been someone else's hands. There was so much going on. Wyndham Earl abducts Annie, and Andy finally tells Coop uh, that he knows it, where the the entrance to the Black Lodge now, is. Now, he says it's... Well, does he's he like, say? Oh, no. Well, he, he says, says it's a map. It's a map. Yeah, which he's figured this whole it, time he's I was like, what did Andy out. figure out? What did Andy figure out? And then he goes, it's a map. And I was like, didn't we know that? And I realized they didn't Wyndham know that. Wyndham Earl knew that. The, um, I do like, too, is Annie was taken. Yes. But Truman goes, he's not going away. Because here's the deal. There's a lot of things that Truman doesn't do well. But one thing he does do, you point him towards someone that needs their balls grabbed and their face punched. <laughs> and that man is going to grab those balls and going to punch that face. He's going to pull a Truman on He's going to pull a straight, that's called the Truman technique. When you're, when you're, when you're being, going through the police academy at, uh, at Twin Peaks University or whatever, they, they call that the Truman technique, you know, um, terrifying terrifying yeah it's very scary i'm just so nervous i know okay I'm so, sorry. so nervous oh, <laughs> I'm so nervous man uh eric hmm. let's get into the many mysteries of this episode what did we decide the music was <laughs> we're looking for some mysteries we're looking for some mysteries under those trees. <laughs> okay, let's let's check. Uh, this is the portion of the cast where we go through all the stuff we've highlighted so we can talk about it and see how wrong all my theories are. Although I was right about We're Ben right. now. You've yeah. been right about some yeah, stuff. Have I? Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, you have. We don't keep track of it. You know, I always thought it'd be really funny should. if we did. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, get some right, get some wrong. It's all fun. Yeah. You know? Um, what That's... That's all we're here for. We just we're here. just here for funsies. Yeah, yeah. You know, Eric and I just like chatting to each other. We just two friends chatting about Twin Peaks. That's and, all uh, the show is. And we're just happy you guys are joining us. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Hey, Ben Horn has all them holy books. Did you have something to say about that? Is that my first highlight of yeah, the episode? Yeah, that's the really? first highlight. Uh, my first highlight of the episode. I asked you if you thought they were from the library, oh. and then you were like, highlight Thank you for jogging my memory. <laughs> I don't think this is the case, but could Ben Horn be revealed as a secret bookhouse boy? Oh, and he got them from the bookhouse. F. Jeez. Now, now it sounds like pretty much. I, I don't think that pans out because I think the Bookhouse Boys kind of directly fight Ben Horn. Like, in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're trying to stop the stuff with the the one eyed Jacks and all that. But I mean, now that he's a good guy, you know, now he's a good. Has he been inducted into the Bookhouse Boys? I absolutely love that theory. Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, y- you had me highlight Josie dying of fear. And Coop remembering that he oh, saw Bob. Oh, okay. So this is this is what I think. So I wonder if, remember his, and I could be wrong, but I think his first moment in the show where he had like a a, a, a premonition type mm-hmm. situation where like the, the little man was there. Yes. And I don't know if the giant was there in the dream. Don't Probably not in that one. In but in other things that involve like premonitions and stuff, he lost that dream. <clears throat> but now he saw Bob and he remembered it, right? Which maybe he remembers other things. I think Coop is getting stronger in his mm. abilities, in his supernatural abilities to, as we say in the show, look beyond the board mm-hmm. and see these other things. I think what he would have originally lost as a dream and now ha- would have originally had a, just kind of like a feeling in his gut, like something's wrong. I think now he can remember and see the visions and, and retain those visions and, and be able to maybe maybe channel it in some way. He's still learning. That's my theory. All right. Um, let's see, we've got, uh, the key that was inside the box. What does it go to? Did you have a theory? I would really like, in a, in a, if I, what I would be pleasantly surprised with is if this, if this plot that I feel (laughs) isn't very connected to Bob and the Black Lodge, that if it is connected, Mm -hmm. and this is going to be a little crazy, I say if, if Wyndham Merle and Coop are looking for the Black Lodge, I think that key goes to the White Lodge. It's a physical door. That is somewhere in the woods. That would be very interesting. I don't know why they've got it, but I do know I've my theory for a while has been that Catherine knows a little bit more about the Ghostwood. Like, why is everyone after Ghostwoods? Uh-huh. It could be the millions of dollars, maybe, for the buildings, <laughs> but maybe they know more. And I wonder if that key is important to either one of the lodges. Um, you uh, had something to say about Lucy and Andy and the beautiful family they're going to make together. <sighs> we will see them in the return. The baby will be what? How old is the baby gonna be? Right? It like takes how many place years? Twenty five years later. You ever think about that? <laughs> I mean, we live in a world where Twin Peaks came back and Blue's Clues came back. <laughs> Golden age. Uh, we're gonna see that kid. That kid is gonna be very important to the return. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, did you have any more mystery? Oh, was that it for that this was, episode? Those are the ones that oh, I highlighted. Oh, um. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I think we've already talked about how the spiders wouldn't really bite Leo. <laughs> they would just insult him and make him feel bad about himself. Right, right. They would just judge him for liking The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, they, by they, the way. they land, yeah, they, yeah, we love it. They would land on his face and be like, true fan. <laughs> that movie ruined my childhood. That movie. <laughs> and then the, and the two little fans give each other high fives like, <laughs> <laughs> and Leo's like, but I thought move the series forward <laughs> and the spider's like 
Holdo maneuver? Really? And he's like, brilliant female protagonist. Strong. <laughs> anyway, spiders. Uh, those are all my mysteries. I like it. Eric, mm-hmm. what is your quotable quotation for this episode? Keep doing it, girl. Get it. We got some quotes up in here. Got some quotes up in here. Let me in your ears and give you some quotes to hear. Oh, snap. Lay down your fears when we get. Okay, this is so stupid. Okay, okay. Uh, Do you want to go for? uh, Actually, I got my quote on my phone. I need to get it real quick. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go with my quote. My Mm -hmm. quote. Let me find it. Mm -hmm. My quote. Aha! Here it is. Diane, it's one seventeen p.m. I've just concluded my second meditation of the day in lieu of sleep, and I feel completely refreshed. And struck again by the realization that all of us on this great big planet Earth live at only a fraction of our potential. Right. Right. Oh my goodness. I was like, I was like, did Eric write this episode? (laughs) You know, not to go full Jeff Goldblum, but really, like, it's one of those things that it's not that, it's not that like when you sit and meditate and you build like those muscles up, it's not that you like now see things like that. It's that you realize that they always were and you didn't. Man. I, I thought he was going to say actually that we're all connected, but he said our potential. It's the same kind of idea. Yeah. Like, like there's more to us than we realize like I will as, though, as humans on this planet. I will say though I'm a little worried that he's apparently meditating in lieu of sleep and I feel he should probably be getting some sleep. Quick question. Why is he not sleeping? Because he's so busy on the case? Maybe. What's yeah. he doing at night? Like, just looking at um, astrological charts? Yeah, maybe. Um, I did, but I did, was very impressed that was his second meditation of the day. I think a lot of people are lucky if they can get in one meditation. You know what? That's true. He he didn't say a duration either. No. No, yeah. um, And he's like, he's sitting off to the side of the bed. I don't think he's cross legged or he's just sitting like, I don't know what, on a pile of things. Yeah. As as Jonathan Faust, one of the teachers at a silent (laughs) retreat I went to recently, he says, uh, you can sit in a chair to meditate. Or you can sit on the ground cross-legged, but no one gets extra uh, karma points for sitting on the ground. <laughs> cross-legged. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, for sitting, yeah. arms yeah, out you, like this. Yeah, yeah, with your little, yeah, yeah, with your thumbs like that. Like, it, you may feel more more zen that way, but you, no one gets extra credit points for or that. Or for saying, oh. Yeah, exactly. The, um, uh, there's something else I was going to say. Him not sleeping um, really made me think of Batman. Batman, in the comics, often will be able to, like, um, sustain himself on just, like, three hours of super concentrated like meditation type of sleep Eric, you know? by the way do you know what movie i saw for the first time this weekend mm, batman just batman with michael keaton was that the first time you've seen it i had never seen it oh so <laughs> you you got to dance with the devil in the pale, pale moonlight I did. what do you think of it real quick just because this is this <laughs> one piece, right here. This is i really piece. liked it yeah. i thought that jack nicholson was insane like in a good way yeah yeah um mirror Near, <laughs> you know, yeah. It was a great movie, and you know what other movie I saw um, this weekend for the first time? Mm-hmm. I think I texted you yeah. that I saw Spider Man Homecoming. You said it was enjoyable, also with Michael Keaton. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I enjoy Michael Keaton as an actor. Had anyone told me he was in that movie, I might have seen it a lot sooner. <laughs> oh, you didn't know he was in it? No, he's actually probably one of my favorite parts in that movie. Oh, he was so good. I, I loved. Him. I love that he's basically like like the working class yes. Marvel villain. He was so like, cool. I'm just 
just doing yeah. this to like yeah. pay for my daughter's college one day. Like. Yeah. Although, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel for you, buddy, because you, you know, especially when you, you kind of go like, boy, the Mar- the Avengers are kind of screwing him over a little mm-hmm. bit. But guys, we're gonna wrap this up real quick. But then, <laughs> but then you see the house he's living in, and maybe you didn't need to do that many crimes to live comfortably. But you know, it's 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 keeping up with the Joneses, I suppose. Um. Oh. Your quote. My quote. Thank you. Quote. Quotes we got. Quotes. Uh, this is from Ben. Um, Audrey, the most intelligent face I've seen all day. You make the rest of us look like primates. <laughs> so sweet. Like, it's just like he such a great... love and daddy getting his daughter I, a compliment. He, he like, he, well, what a, that's why I was kind of surprised when he didn't like listen to her saying, no, I don't want to do that because he legitimately respects his daughter, you know? And, and it, it, it maybe Ben, when he was like the, I don't want to say evil Ben, but like Ben, <laughs> when he was kind of a not so great yeah. guy. I think he still respected her. He, I think he also just ignored her for a large portion. But now that he can see clearly and he wants to be a good man, he's like, she's great. She's so great that this high school, I'm going to trust with my very important business stuff. To be fair, he's not saying like, Audrey, you better get your... Get that your is true. Yeah. Do what I tell you to do. He's like, you're so wonderful. Yeah, you, that is true. You would win this. I just know that you would. Yeah. And then you can use that as a platform to save the tree. And he's probably thinking too, like, what's the harm, right? Yeah. If you lose, you lose. Right. But I know that you're so brilliant that... One thing real quick is that one thing I did kind of wish is even though I did kind of get a little um, creeped out by the pageant, yeah. I wish we had saw more of the talent show part of it. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, what is it? I was like, what was Donna's talent? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't Did know. she even get to it? Did she storm out before she let's, got to her talent? Let's hy- hypothesize. What would I'm I'm thinking like um, you know those like batons like Donna's the batons. Yeah, that's what I hope that Donna's talent was. <laughs> um, no, Donna's is. Uh, or the, what, did, um, what did that guy ask her to do? Did he ask the her saw, like the musical saw? That's what. She... <laughs> what, what remember the guy who raked his face? Didn't he tell her like put a flower on her mouth or something? Ooh, was that a thing that I that. invented? I felt like she rubbed a. F- oh no, he was talking about how flowers were like lips. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, she probably had batons. Who else were we missing? Oh, we didn't even get um, Nadine. Nadine probably wrestling like, wrestled somebody. Who'd yeah. She, who was? Did she go? I need a volunteer. <laughs> and Mike is in the audience. Mike, his hands all like <laughs> broken, and he would do it because he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else were we missing? We uh... Uh, Shelly. Shelly probably like baked a pie or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What she just showed people a pie. <laughs> I bake this, or she bakes it live in front. I of love them. that yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we, did we get everyone? Annie. Annie gave a speech. Yeah, they all gave a speech though. Oh, oh, that wasn't part yeah. of the town. Oh, okay. Um, what did Annie do? What did Annie do? She identified some birds or something. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, well, she probably just, well, she probably just stood up there and then did like that little shy half smile, and they were like, "Woo, girl, that's all you need to do. That's all you gotta do, girl." <laughs> and then, um, uh. Audrey. Audrey, yeah. Audrey probably brought an airplane onto the stage. <laughs> she was like, guys, I just learned how to do this in a Okay, so that's everyone's talents. That's everyone's sure. talents. Yeah, got we, it. Uh, let us, uh, JR from the Raptin podcast, podcast, let us know. Were we right? Yeah. You probably know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who is your MVP of this episode? Bum, bum, da, bum, bum.
is so funny. Here comes the MVP. And I imagine this, like, <laughs> your doorway opens. It's all this billowing smoke. This billowing smoke wall. And we just see a silhouette of a human being. is billowing in. And then we see, and we, we announce, Tessa's MVP of this episode is, and the smoke dissipates. Clears. And then it, it, it clears. And we see that it is... Oh, I picked Annie Blackburn. Annie. As my um, MVP. Yeah. Annie Blackburn. <laughs> MVP. Um, I just, I, you know, but in our conversation, I feel like I should have chosen somebody else. You gotta go we'll with your gut. I know. We'll yeah. see if that you, other person is chosen by Why you. do you feel like you should choose someone else? Why do you choose Annie? I chose Annie, I think, just because I was so impressed by her speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a magnificent speech. And I also, um, she's making Coop so happy, and she really, she just, she went in there and she kissed that man that she loved, they... And she's, she seems like she's really having a turnaround on her life. Well, and she was, like, joking around. <laughs> she was, like, joking around with Shelly and Norma and, like, yeah. hanging out at the diner. And I was just like, man, this girl's really turned her life well, around. Well, there's that cute scene, too, there at the diner. And Shelly and, and Annie are like, who would you who vote you for? And they're, like, yeah, and they're, yeah, they're just kind of playing, you yeah, know? It's yeah, it's cute. And, like, her life has been so tragic up until this point. And I just, I just really feel like... She's the MVP of her life right now. And, like, I don't know. I just felt emotional I, about it, and I picked her. But now that I'm looking back on the episode, there's somebody else I feel like I should have chosen. Well, I don't think they're the same person. Who did you choose? I chose... So, okay, here, wait, wait. <laughs> the smoke it's, it's everywhere <laughs> and the silhouette appears and we we look up eric's mvp of this episode is i don't remember his last name leo oh, what is leo's last name what? do you remember oh my gosh <laughs> well because because leo. leo he's like out of his mind right like yeah he he, he woke up from a coma he doesn't have all of his cognitive abilities with him. He's who knows what's happened. He's basically been tortured for how long? A week? Maybe more. It's right? Leo Johnson. Leo Johnson with that ponytail. <laughs> um, he, he still has the ponytail, by the way, right? Yeah. He hasn't lost it. I thought no. he was gonna. <laughs> Windermore was gonna cut it off like that was like his punishment. How you was it when you shame a samurai by cutting? Oh, I don't yeah. know. But anyway, he he. I picked him because he freed. Major Briggs. He did. He overcame. He's tied up. And by the way, when he's tied up, his hand is tied above his head. His arm is probably killing him, right? He got the key out. He doesn't have all his cognitive abilities with him, but he's in pain. He's probably delirious. He can barely speak. He tried his lock. He got Major Briggs out. And then he said, you know why he did it? To save Shelly. Save Shelly. Now, here's the deal. He's a wife beater, yeah. right? That's not okay. Let it be known. St. Peak Shell's not <laughs> We, we, that is the we, official stance. The official stance of St. Pete's We're we're against beating wives. And not be, okay. And beating husbands. Just don't don't beat. Don't beat any partners or spouses yeah. that you have, unless it's consensual and sensual. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, but I mean, he he saved Major Briggs, and then later he is once again tied up, and he's holding in his mouth a string of spiders hanging over his head. I'm wondering. What's going to happen to him? Mm-hmm. Are we going to find him again? He's going to be dead by spider bite? 
Is he going to think that he's a bad person for liking The Last Jedi? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I just think he, he he's the, my MVP of the episode. Was I yours think, also Leo Johnson? No, no. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should definitely give an honorary mention, honorable mention to Andy. Yeah, yeah. Because Andy, number one, he figured out that it was a map. Yeah. When nobody else could figure it out, not even Coop. And also, he is going to be the father of yeah. Lucy's baby. And he uh, is so sweet in that scene. So I kind of feel like Andy deserves to be, if we're naming the most valuable person in the episode, the guy who figured out he did. like where like he's going to like lead them to the Black Lodge, maybe. He even figured it out before Coop, right? Yeah. Coop's been staring at it. He hasn't even been sleeping, right? Right. And Andy was like, it's coop it's a map (laughs) man 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 how many oh you'll never guess (laughs) thank you there was a fish in the percolator sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay this is this is the problem with giving me a soundboard it's so stupid okay uh (laughs) Uh, Miss Tess, how many fish in a percolator do you give this episode? I gave this four out of five mm-hmm, fish. Mm-hmm. This was an excellent episode for me. I liked um, that it had the like ridiculousness of the beauty pageant, but also the like sheer terror of Wyndham Earl in his creepy ashen face with his oily mouth. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, I don't even have a theory. Something I don't know. Creeping. He's haunting my nightmares. Yeah, That's what he was doing. Yeah. But um, I just, I really liked this episode because, and it was very suspenseful. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Oh my gosh. And it's, um, everyone looked so great. Donna's dress is amazing in this episode. It's worth like a whole fish just on its own. It's worth a whole fish. <laughs> and uh, I just really like this episode. How many fish did you give it? Um, I think I'd probably give this episode 4.5 fish in a percolator. Nice. I was close to... Uh, it was just a solid episode ramping up to something right mm-hmm. now the thing is i love putting myself in 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 like the close to the mind frame of people who are watching it live mm-hmm. right do you know if people watching twin peaks live like back in 1990 yeah. if they knew that that was the second to last episode would they have known that was the season that's a great almost question the Be- episode before the season finale i i'll try to do some research and find out because nowadays we know that stuff is canceled like before but did they know i don't think that they did um i do know that david lynch knew they were canceled i think i'm pretty sure he knew um like the creators of the show i think knew i think i'm gonna have for the next episode if that could be an update yeah if i would say um if the average viewer at home like or or super fan just viewer at home when they're watching it live if they knew that that was the second to last episode of the season and then if they knew that was gonna be it right mm-hmm. also um for we haven't referenced the dove for a while but there's a dove that wants to peck my eyes out if i learn spoilers right because i'm viewing it as we're all as one does doing it yeah and um would it would the dove attack me tess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if i asked if the movie resolves or addresses things that may be left hanging by the end of the season finale because here's the deal i I don't know if it's a fire so for you know how firefly came out yeah the show the show was canceled and then they basically made a movie that in my opinion 
wrapped up pretty much all the the loose ends and gave us a pretty satisfying conclusion i don't know if it's like twin peaks was canceled and they were like let's do a movie that addresses that or twin peaks was canceled and then the movie i'll be honest i don't even know if i don't know who's in the movie the movie could be an entirely new cast of characters fire walk with me which by the way we haven't heard anyone say that phrase since like season one Mm -hmm. right so it's so interesting if the movie took place before season one that would be amazing you know what i mean look at you look at me i would say that if i make a prediction about this movie i don't know anything about this movie but in my heart of hearts i don't know if it's going to be a continuation of season two or if it's exploring some other aspect of the show in movie form that we haven't been able to fully go into yeah maybe we meet okay uh, highlight it maybe we meet that just because i'm on a roll now maybe we meet diane in the fire walk with me because i've been going where the heck is diane Mm -hmm. where the heck is diane Back at the she? FBI headquarters? Yeah. She's like Coop's assistant or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, whatever I was saying before, that's what I said before. I lost track of my train. <laughs> I, got, I lost track of my train of thought, so. Oh. Well, Eric, it's been another fine episode. It, a damn fine episode. It has been. the same piece, y'all. Uh, we just finished discussing uh, episode uh, 21 of season 2 of Twin Peaks. Our next episode would obviously be, or not to surprise you guys. Episode 22 mm-hmm. of season 2 yeah. of Twin Peaks. Yeah. The season finale yeah. of Twin Peaks. If you're listening to this cast and viewing the, the show along with me, that'll be the next one you'll want to watch. Um, if you've watched them all before, um, hey, that's great, but you might want to refresh yourself. If you'd like to send us an email, that email is samepeaksyall at gmail.com. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Tess always mans the email so you don't have to worry about that dove attacking me. I mean, I would like to see my daughter grow old. So, <laughs> um, And then also, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is... At SameTeamYall, which is the name of the other podcast that Eric and mm-hmm. I do where we talk about stuff we love mm-hmm. and tales from the library and lessons that we've learned. Yeah, so if you like to hear us talk about other things other than Twin Peaks, uh, that other podcast is called Same Team Y'all. And also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please considering uh, give it, please consider giving us a rating or a review on whatever you're listening to us on. We would appreciate it. It would make us happier than uh, make us happier than Big Ed getting a big old kiss from his sweetie, <laughs> and that man is very happy. And anyway, oh, oh, someone's passing me a cup. It is a big cup of coffee, and it is hot. Nicki Minaj. I don't know why I'm in a singing mood today. Oh, Agent Kyle. Oh, Agent Coop. You do it for me, baby. <laughs> okay, I got I got to stop it. I'm just going to keep singing here. Let me... Uh, <laughs>